for me, I've already had so much dick in my life. It's like, would you I'm, say too much dick in your life? <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say like... too much dick, but I've had enough dick in my life where I'm like, I know what to expect, you know? And I have a dick that's available to me all the time, you sure, know? Sure. So it's like, for me, I'm just like, if I'm going to outsource something, I'm like, I'm, I wouldn't want something different. So okay. I'm going to like, I would want to experiment more with women at this point in my life. I mean, things change, but at this point, that's where I'm at. But first, a word from our sponsors. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to all the broke boys, to the boss babes, and all the entrepreneurial MBs out there. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. And you also might hear in the background a little bit of the type typity type typing from uh, Sex Story Zone Y.O. Lee, who was kind enough to provide me with some accommodations uh, for my trip out here to L.A. L.A., what's up? I'm in you and already I'm getting out of you. Your weed is way too strong. I walked into the place. I was like, what's the tamest thing you have? And he gave me like a pre-roll that had 25% THC. That's fucking insane. I remember when I was in Jamaica, I mean, not to give myself a trigger, but uh, when I was in Jamaica, there, the resort had like a weed guy, like unofficially. He, he doesn't work for the resort, but the resort allows him to work on it. And I think like every resort in Jamaica just like has a weed guy for the, <laughs> the visitors to talk to. And, and he was trying to pitch me on how not potent the weed in jamaica is i slept like 12 hours last night that's too many hey welcome to the show when we're not talking about the effects of potent california marijuana there's a podcast that hosts sex positive conversations every wednesday and this week i've got on stephanie host of the hit show broke girl therapy and i'll be sending y'all her way in just a moment but I will say, uh, folks, Naked Comedy Show, it's back. Our one-year anniversary show is September 16th. We've got 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock lineups at the infamous Hacienda in Bushwick. Ticket link at the top of the schnotes. I hope to see you there. Friendly reminder, you can always send your comments about the show, your advice questions, your titty pictures, uh, your criticisms about uh, some sort of vague thing I said seven years ago to manwhorepod at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. Just as I always love to see you at <laughs> hot movie night. This is our best hot movie night in uh, in a while. I think this might be one of our best ones yet. We had like, I don't know, I think like 13 whoreheads in there commenting and watching on Kay Parker's Taboo. And it's also probably one of the best movies we've watched in quite some time. I know, <laughs> you know, sometimes we pick a movie and some listicle said, this is a golden era classic. And then we watch it and we're like, this is dog shit. But then we have fun, like commenting on the dog shit. Like there was, there was a hot movie night where like in the movie, the main character is having bad sex with a lot of bad men. And we think it's a plot device in the beginning. Like, oh, we have to show her having bad sex now so we can then see how she eventually, her character arc, is she gets to have good sex. But really, she just has a lot of bad sex. And then, like, the closest thing to good sex she has is with a guy, like a gay character who I guess she's like gotten him to get some curiosity, right? But like, even that's not that great sex, but it was like mildly better. So, really, to me, I'm like, this is too realistic to the female experience. Lots of bad sex with bad dudes. And sometimes you bang your hot queer buddy on a night with a lot of wine. And even then, it's, it's still not, you know, I don't know. But Taboo, hot movie night, great time. Loved seeing everybody. Hope to see y'all there uh, next month. And here's some people I hope to see at next month's hot movie night. It is the Fan Whore Appreciation Moment. Uh, I want to give a shout out to some of the members of my Fan Whore community on Patreon. I want to thank y'all for uh, supporting independent podcasting. I want to give a big thank you to Katie Hamill. Any relation to Mark, huh? Can you can you introduce us? All right, hey, but thank you for supporting the pod. Uh, shout out to to Dustin Betterly. Hope you're enjoying the peep show. And uh, a shout out to the one and only A.O. 
that's not me going AO. I mean, that's just like, that's the name of this person on Patreon, AO. So AO, AO, thank you. Throwing a, another letter at the end there. And you too can support the Man Whore Podcast for as little as $2 a month. Sign up for an annual membership. Get a discount. Save some money. Become a member today. Enjoy the rewards at patreon.com slash Podcast, or download the Patreon app and find me on there. Uh, Stephanie Megan, uh, she hosts the hit show Broke Girl Therapy. Talk about mental health. They talk about sex. They talk about dating. They talk about living in this wild, crazy world. Uh, I opened for Stephanie and the uh, and Cammy and Nikki from the Double Team podcast. I opened for them at a, a caveat over the weekend. Super fun time. I had to compete in a hand job competition. I am told I did surprisingly well. Um, you know, just I just want you know just wanted to compete. Uh, you know, if you, you put me up on a stage, I'm going to try to do my best no matter what it is. And if it's if it's jerking a big pink penis. That's just like a little girthier than my own and therefore almost a little insulting. It's it's fine. I'm going to go in and play like a champ. But the, the gals had a great show. We had a fun time. And, uh, and I enjoyed getting to know Stephanie. Hope you will too. Uh, let's go get a little taste of some broke girl therapy. Yeah, like I had an episode recently where I was saying how I needed like a job, but then I also talked about how like I love doing drugs. I'm also I'm just gonna check. Oh, okay, your level. okay, yeah, yeah. And then my boyfriend's like, "Do you think that's a little too much? You're like asking for a job, and you're also saying like how you love to do drugs." <laughs> well, so like you've ahead. been going since 2015, 16. 16. Yeah, and I, I've been going since 2014. So oh, like, oh shit, you beat me. I never mean I met anyone that was like past me. At this, when you're hundreds and hundreds of episodes in, I feel like it's no longer a competition. That's what, yeah, you know, it, it, your whole everything, your whole hole is out there. Our holes are out there. <laughs> they're out. They're out there. Mine they're as mine. well. <laughs> yeah. How much are you charging for yours? I know. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, do I have a Patreon? Just kidding. I don't $5 know. I, a month. Okay. I used to post nudes on Patreon really? back before all the like SESTA FOSTA uh, community guideline changes and whatnot. I just kind of was like, oh. a Loki, throw some nudes there. And then and then they were like, you can't. Yeah. And then I stopped that. But then I did a no- I started my OnlyFans in 2020. But see, it's like mostly straight women on my Patreon who follow me. So I don't think they want to see my boobs. Maybe. I, <laughs> I mean, you you were just like, I don't know. I'm straight, but like I want some titties in my face. I do. Yeah. And there's a whole strip club for you to do that. I mean, I've been there. Yeah. I love strip clubs. But like I want it, you know, without it being like I want it because they want to do it to oh, me. Oh, you know I mean? now identifying with the with the incels. Be like, no, I just but I want her to want to. <laughs> I want her to want me, dude. Why does she <laughs> want to put her titties in my face yeah. for free? <laughs> oh my god, I'm such a man. I'm, just <laughs> well, I'm a man whore. I, mean, I don't know with the you got you got the hat rocking the on. This is little... I know. No, it's only because I haven't washed my hair in two weeks, so I had to look a little decent. All right. <laughs> Oh uh, well, well. Thanks for chatting with me, Stephanie Are from uh, Broke Girl Therapy. Yeah. Oh my god. We on the the button has been hit. <gasps> Do you like a casual beginning? Because I love a casual beginning. Okay, I like cool. to find a spot to fade in and just right? be like, yeah, this is where we'll start. Right. Exactly. Like you're just walking into the room, so they're just walking into like the conversation. I have a couple times done episodes where I forgot to intro them on, at all. Me too. I've done that, and I'll do it twenty minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, some, I've gone full episodes where, because like, <laughs> yeah. well, like at 20, 30 minutes, I go, it's too late. It's, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. always have a, I have an intro before every episode. So I'm just like, well, I'm going to do it then anyway. That's true. But sometimes the guest is sitting there like, so is he ever going <laughs> to say my name? It's like, is, it, is it recording? <laughs> Are there plugs on this? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so, yeah. uh, no, but we got it in this time in a, yeah. in a reasonable amount of time. I, I always love to see like how uh, other podcasters like do their setup. Like this is very like, I have so much shit. Yeah. And you just have this. Like, this is great. Yeah, I don't do video. I hate rapid growth. I hate- <laughs> Oh, my God. What? You don't do video? I mean, it's a lot easier. It's a lot it's easier. Video, it's give it to you. Um, also, the show started with me interviewing women I'd hooked up with about why we didn't work out. <gasps> That's how Broco Therapy started. Really? Yes. I literally, one of my first episodes, I brought my friends with benefits. And I was just like, why don't you, like, love me? Because it was, like, my me form of therapy. Too. What? Oh, oh, sister. Hello. <laughs> Sorry for those who have headphones on. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. And so if someone, if I fucked me, I wouldn't want people to know it was me either. Aw, well. So wait, you did, would, did, was the first episode with that that ex or with that fuck buddy or like did you have like a bunch of those types in the beginning i had a bunch of those types in the beginning because i was single Mm -hmm. um uh, now i'm in a relationship but before i was the show kind of started off as like me just navigating through like my dating life because i just like didn't have a lot of confidence in myself at that time like i was really just like again like i thought you know for me i thought like if I had sex with this guy one night and it was great on a first date, like he would like fall in love with me. And uh, that wasn't the case. You know, Uh, obviously I had uh, to, I learned quickly. Um, So it was me kind of navigating through that and then bringing the guys on and being like, what was it? And just trying to understand. Um, And then, you know, over time, obviously with age and experience, it kind of like people kind of started asking me for advice as I was kind of growing out of that kind of phase, you know? Mm. Um, So people start just sending out emails and are just like, why can't they love me? And I'm just like, bitch, love yourself, <laughs> you know? So, but did you get any like quality knowledge from those early interviews? I did. I'd honestly think like, you know, recording the conversations in the moment you hear one thing, but sometimes when you listen back to it, you edit, you, you hear it a different way and yeah. you're like, Oh shit, I didn't catch that. He said that or like that makes sense. And so it, it, it honestly was therapy because I mean, how many times do you get, do we get to have the opportunity to record like a conversation like that with someone we're dating? Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times if we, you know, record conversations, like when we're fighting with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or, you know, if we're going through a situation with someone and you listen back to it, you'll hear things that like you didn't catch at that moment because you're so used to trying to like, you know, do the whole rebuttal thing and trying to, say the next line you know so and you're caught up in a moment you all you interpret it all a certain way exactly so what things about yourself did you learn uh as to as to why things weren't working out honestly i think i victimized myself way too much mm-hmm. before it was a lot of like why couldn't you love me or all this stuff but it was really like i wasn't honest with them in a lot of ways and i think that like sometimes i was kind of the bad guy where I would say things or do things to make them feel like, okay, well then I'm not going to put a hundred percent into this, you know? And it's like, and then I'm like, why can't they put a hundred percent into this? It's like, well, you told them you wouldn't want to be with them if you took this job at San Bernardino, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like little things like that. I've realized that I was sabotaging the situation and that was like, I wasn't always the victim in, in the situation mm. or I could have like handled a conversation better without being like so emotional, you know, stuff like that. L- did you learn anything else about uh, what your early or mid twenties dating self? Um, I think a lot of it was like, I wasn't honest with myself about uh, what I wanted sometimes, or I, w- I just wasn't good at communicating. Um, I try to play like the cool girl, you know, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, yeah, I could have sex without feelings. I could do this when I like in reality just wasn't at that place, okay. you know. So I think it was a lot of that, honestly. And I would have this build up with guys and then out of nowhere, I would just lash out at them and be like, why are you trying? Why aren't you like in love with me? And they're like, I thought we were just friends with benefits. Like, I had no idea you, like, even felt this way. So, And then you thought, like, let's put this on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And for me, it was like, the only way to be vulnerable was to put it, like, to, well, to put on the internet, yes, but to create a safe space where it was, like, you know, I think deep down I am, like, a performer, you know? Um, and not that I'm, like, performing in any way, but it was kind of like... Oh, we're, we're doing a live show tomorrow We're night. doing a live show about? tomorrow. We're, we're performers, yeah. But in a way, like, in that moment, it was just, like, it was my art. It was my craft. It was what I felt like I had control of the situation, maybe. I don't know. But it was a way to express myself because I felt like, oh, I could help other people, you know, mm-hmm. with it. So... What was it like the first time you put the, an episode out and you're like, I just put my whole out on the internet? <laughs> I got, I mean, I definitely had a lot of anxiety um, because of it. Because uh, I was like, oh my God, now people know I have sex. You know, like, even though. <laughs> oh, like, they didn't know? 
They didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know. Um, I didn't talk about it. You very, know? Were you very virginal in your stature? <laughs> no, I know. It was like I was a fucking like make out slut. Like everyone knew. You know what I mean? Make like it was. Slut. Yeah. So I mean, people knew. I mean, I don't. Or maybe they just didn't think about it. But it was like, oh, well, it's like, oh, Steph's like actively putting her sex life on the internet. Yeah. Like back then in 2016. I mean, I know you were doing it. But let, I mean, to be honest, not a lot of people are doing it like the way they are now. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. It was different. Sure. Make out slut. I fucking love making out. Oh, there used I used to go to this make out party where that was the that's it. That's what? all you could it what you couldn't have basically uh basically like genitals weren't allowed to come out. Okay. Right? Like it was make out only. <clears throat> I love I that. I love that. Right? I why I want to go to one now. No, I want to throw one. I just You should. I've, I've thought about Everybody. it. Everybody. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. It, it's just like the idea of you're making out and I know at no point in time, especially making out with someone new. Yeah. There's not going to be any pressure to escalate because mm-hmm. we're not allowed to here. Or it could be like, hey, want, I want to take you home. But I love the idea of like, man, I could just like enjoy sometimes, some making out. Sometimes like less is more, mm-hmm. you know, and just making out is what gets me. Yeah. Versus like doing all the other stuff. Sometimes I'm just like, I just want to make out. And like before I would go out. Like, especially in my early 20s, like, go out and get drunk and just make out with so many people. And I loved it. I just yeah. thought it was, like, so fun. And I didn't have to go anything further, you know? Because I lived with my mom. I wasn't, like, going to take anyone home, you know? <laughs> I guess you don't have a cool mom like Bobby Presida. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a cool mom at all. She is a <laughs> my, Filipino mother. I, I bring a chick home and my mom would be like, does she want any marijuana? You know, is there any... Roller a joint and no that is not my mom my mom would want to beat my ass with the belt any filipino mothers out there y'all know even if i go to a sex party my goal is to make out with someone new like i'm not even trying to be like oh i want to fuck it's right i want to make out with a new person yeah yeah what is it about that making out that you like i like making out with someone new there's just like a new spark chemistry um you get to intimate it's like an innocence to it that's like I don't know. It, for me, it makes me feel like I'm in eighth grade again, and like making out is just fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I used to love making out back then. It revs you. It revs me up, and it gets me like turned on, and like it's building a thing. And like, yeah, yeah and then maybe we're gonna do more, or we'll go. But but for right now, let's just build. Like, yeah. I, there's a whole party. I got time. I've never been to a sex party. You hang out with those two chicks and you've still never been? I tell them to take me all the time, but I I have this and theory. And they won't? I have this theory that they don't want me to go with them. I, I You've been working together for how I long? I love them so much. I, it's a, you can love them and be like, I don't think these bitches I don't want think, me at the party. I don't think they want me at the party. I tell them all that. Well, to be fair, I'll give them some credit. I, like, I live in the Bay Area. Oh. So I'm not okay, in realize. LA all the time. I, I come to LA like every so often to record, but when I'm there, I'm like busy. Okay. So I'll give them that. Okay. Otherwise, not once have they ever extended. How long have y'all been working together? <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous to ask. Um, I mean, like two years. Okay, that's that's. It's yeah, and I most of the time we're we're bordering on a timeline of maybe they don't. I I know maybe they don't, and that's okay. And I've accepted that. If you're ever in New York, you want to go to Hacienda, yeah. Invite. And I get it. I don't want to see them have sex. Like that's the thing. I was like, I I don't want to see y'all fuck too. Really? No. I mean, I it would be hot because they're beautiful women. Ah, there it is. There it is. But like. But they're also like I feel like they're also like my sisters and mm-hmm. like I feel so close to them that it's just like I wouldn't want to see that respectfully, you know. So could, do you think you could handle like walking by it? Walking by is fine because I could go, oh, okay, and then just keep going, and I could just disassociate. But I got a lot of orgies in the Bay Area. So it's where like, do you know they're any? around? I, they're around, but I don't see them and I don't know them. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, I used to know of one and it's kind of like, I don't know what's going on yeah. now. But I mean, I'm sure I could send like five texts and get some answers. If, if you ever hear of them, let me know because I'm trying to go to one. Because I want to see my boyfriend have sex with someone else. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you could accomplish that this weekend in New York. I know. You need to send me where these sex parties. Fuck the sex party part. You could just Just have him. You could just arrange for him to have sex with someone. I know he went on field and he was like looking for like a a girl. But so I was like maybe. But and also 
you know, we have a lot to do. So I mean, there's you have a whole ass after party tomorrow night. I'm just saying that's true. There's no reason you can't if you really want that and he wants to do it. There's no reason y'all can't just. All you're missing is the chick for him that has sex with. Like that's all you're all missing. That's all we're missing. Yeah. Every time we have sex, we talk about like the third. Like that's what gets us going. Like in bed. We'll get what 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 about it is uh, hot to you. Um, I said this before, but I think I have like a fuck boy complex. Like I love when I'm wearing I, this hat. Yeah, like my bit. boyfriend now is like, like I'm wearing this hat. Just like right, he got a little bit of fuck boy energy going on. Me? <laughs> yeah, I'm a fuck boy. I mean, it's mostly the hat. It's Most, mostly it's a dad hat. How is this a fuck? And it says broke girl therapy. Is it because it's no, my brand? This is just like an overall look right now where I'm like, you could. I'm wearing a free people oversized tee and a dad hat. <laughs> if that's a fuck boy maybe because maybe it's like a cali do i just look very california maybe i don't know i don't know okay but i i, mean, I don't know it's just like fuck boys but prior to my boyfriend because my boyfriend mm. now is like the kindest man I'm, how long have been together uh about like almost three years sick okay yeah so he's like it's the healthiest adult relationship i've ever had before okay. him oh my god like i love me a man that treated me like shit oh I mean, your cover photo, your your album artwork for your pockets is you in running mascara. Yeah, exactly. Because it, that was my vibe for so long. And it, it's still, she's still there. Obviously, I'm like, I'm in my 30s now. So it's like, I don't have time for bullshit. Okay. So now I try to incorporate it into like our sex life and into like that in a healthier way Mm -hmm. but prior before it was it was you know it was done incorrectly and i just i love the guys that treated me like shit so now i try to turn it into something positive Mm -hmm. so and he's down for it and so you want and you want so you want to see him bang another woman oh yeah but you don't want to get involved maybe titty Um, in the face maybe titty in the face because we only like titties but um i mean i'm i'm not against being involved but i'm also like love the idea of seeing them even if they're just making out like even if he's just making out with her at a club i would love to see that i've been wanting this for you know what like ever since i started hanging out with the twins and they've kind of obviously exposed me to a lot of different kinks i was very innocent compared like well i want to say innocent but in comparison to twins i was innocent (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what does that mean well because they're you know they're like there are more experience in like the kink community and stuff like that, and I just wasn't really exposed to that. So what were, yeah, but of, what, were, what were you not innocent about? You were like, I was just very I gargle vanilla. balls, but I don't get spanked. I don't yeah. know, is it? Well, I was, I mean, you know, I obviously always loved sex. I mean, you know, but it was more vanilla again. Like I said, I mm. would tie it to feelings, okay? So I was, you know, not fucking correctly i guess you could say uh-huh. i was fucking i was doing the damn sure. thing but i was i had different you know relationships with that but you haven't thought about banging another dude either with him or in front of him i i'm down but i think like i rather just see him with a girl You're, are you holding back some enthusiasm Is no i honestly no? like the thought of me fucking somebody another guy uh-huh. doesn't really do it like I'm not, I'm not saying I wouldn't, sure. but it doesn't really like if I it doesn't make me feel as aroused thinking about it as him being with another woman. Huh. Interesting, because I because yeah. that's also an easier pitch usually right. to like a boyfriend be like it might some sometimes it's harder to pitch like can I fuck another guy? But if you say like let me throw some pussy at you, I feel like a lot of dudes are amenable to that. Exactly. <laughs> but it's yeah, but it's not because I want to go fuck another guy. If anything, I would I would go like I said, I would rather just go fuck another girl. Like I rather uh-huh. for me I've already had so much dick in my life. It's like whatever, you know. Would you I'm- say too much dick in your life? <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say too much dick, but I've had enough dick in my life where I'm like, I know what to expect, you know, that I would want. And I have a dick that's available to me all the time, you sure, know? Sure. So it's like, for me, I'm just like, if I'm going to outsource something, I'm like, I'm, I wouldn't want something different. So okay. I'm going to like, I would want to experiment more with women at this point in my life. I mean, things change, but at this point, that's where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. So we've like put like our f- whole ass sex lives you know, especially uh, particularly our twenties mm-hmm. are on the internet. Mm-hmm. Any regrets about that? No. It made me more worried before, but now I feel very confident in it because mm-hmm. I think I think the world is changing in a lot of ways. I think there's so much more out people out there who are 
open about sex. And it's also just like, I think before I carried a lot of shame with it, even if I was putting out content, there was this, this internalized shame of just me being a woman and, you know, loving sex in general. And now I just, I, I, I would say that I've, don't carry that shame as much okay. i'm more just proud of being like oh i'm human you know like i mean that's how we got here is because two people decide fuck you know so it's just for me it's like yeah i don't i don't regret anything see in my 20s i had like this like blind confidence about what i was doing <laughs> yeah now in my more responsible 30s i'm like ooh. You know, really? or or I, I also am worried. I don't like fully think this, but I, I'm worried. I'm concerned. We we might be slipping into what could be a hopefully short sex negative era. I'm I'm seeing the trends of the the laws that are getting proposed or passed. The way yeah. pl- people and places are talking about stuff. The social media censorship that comes on the backs of some of these laws. I'm nervous about the about Fair speaking point. freely about sex on the internet and then how that can I mean I had there are two comic and look comedy is a pretty like sex friendly place like you mm. talk about sex whatever talk right about anything, right but to have one's identity or persona involve sex so much I had these two these two comics they have a a show I'm just going to say they have a daily show on a streaming service yeah I'm texting with one of them <clears throat> about the subject matter of their show, but I'm not asking. I've never asked to be on their TV show. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that guy. Right. We're, we're texting about the subject matter of the show. And then at some point he says, yeah, you know, me and the, and the co-host, we thought about having you on. And then we just were like, ah, nah, we, we wouldn't be allowed to have proceed on again. I didn't, I felt like I got rejected for a date. I didn't uh, even ask you right. out on, but and I was like, well, you know, I'm not just a big slut bag. He's like, yeah, but could you survive a Google search by an exec? And it was like, I what see, the fuck's it matter? And so yeah. I go, whatever. A week later, um, a I was at a comedy show, just a bar show, and this this comic, she goes up and she got introduced with that show as her credit. One, she opened with, "It's so weird I was on that show because I don't know anything about subject matter that it's about." Mm-hmm. Then talked about cum and jerking off for ten minutes, and I'm like, "I'm too dirty, I'm too filthy," right. but not because like we speak at all about sex, but to have like an identity about sex. That's I'm concerned that sex educators, people with sex podcasts, who you know, if you're not at a Dan Savage level, I, I'm worried about what's going to happen. I get that. I, I I do think that does cross my mind mm. um, because. I think that so for instance actually on social media the ones that the clips that go viral the episodes that go the most viral are the most raunchy and sex ones right um obviously with censorship and all that stuff but it's obviously we know that's like very sex driven but I also talk really openly about like mental health Mm -hmm. and um you know my issues with that and other people's issues with that and also dating and relationships and navigating like you know like a conversation with your boyfriend or I whatever. do that stuff too yeah. but it gets drowned they get distracted gets by drowned. they said cock a lot yes exactly because I'm like yes I talk <clears throat> openly about sex but I I mean broke with therapy there's still that mental health aspect of it there's still the relationship and the dating and just navigating through life in mm. general um, but that does easily get drowned um, by the fact that oh but you talk about yeah like fucking and sucking dick or whatever um so i i see what you're saying but i also think like the upside of it is like with the power of the internet you know we do have like podcasting which i would say was it doesn't censor a lot like we could say for now for now while the while we still kind of have a free and open (laughs) internet i mean that's part of the thing is they're trying to attack just the concept of a free and open internet with net neutrality. And then you've got stuff like FOSTA SESTA, and they have more bills that are going through like that. that okay, are Billy, I'm scared now. I was living in we my delusions. Be, we should be scared. And that's why we got to, I hate saying this, but vote yeah. and vote local. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what, right now, right now, a lot of stuff. I just did an article from Ashable. It's in the editing process. It's just about anti porn laws on the state level. And it's just kind of a roundup of what's going on in state by state. So these are your state legislator, your state assembly right. person, right? Um, it, it's not the big sexy election every four, two or four years. It, it's, it's those the, off year ones. Those are the ones that fucking matter too. Those are the ones that are going to matter for yeah. some of this stuff. That's how it's going to get snuck in. So, you know, it's, okay. I say it not just to scare, but to hopefully motivate to, anyone listening. Oh, 1000%. That was, you're right. Cause sometimes I could be like in my delusions of like, I'll be fine, you know? And then to realize that like, okay, but you know, 
And yeah. you you also might, like any one person yeah. might, but the idea is like, you know, it will allow people to decide, well, is do we decide that one's too raunchy or is that a type of person we're okay with talking right. about sex? Who knows? I mean, yes, there's been a lot of stuff of mine that has gone viral, but it def- definitely have gone through, even if it does go viral and, you know, whatever, but the comments. I've of, heard y'all talk about yeah. the comments. And so and the Shamu comments that I love. I love Shamu. Shamu is a beautiful creature. Okay. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So it's it. There is a, even a, again being a brown woman um, of color talking about sex, being a bigger woman too. You know, um, is is kind of just like, are you? I'm it's like, I'm not allowed to have sex or something. So, but I kind of use it as like, well, I have to be a voice for somebody. Mm. So, do you realize? Do you remember when, like, the those t- kind of comments started going in and how that felt? Yeah, it kind of, I mean, it honestly, within the last year, it's gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it it re- You know what? It really started when Instagram started doing reels. Okay. Um, initially, my videos started doing really well, 2020 on TikTok. TikTok really did a good job of pushing my algorithm to people who, like, would be a fan of the show mm-hmm. and would support the show. But then Instagram reels for some reason, like love to push it to like, no offense, but like white men who like don't like me, you sure. know what I mean? So, uh, but that's not all white men, but it's just like, it, it was just a common thing that I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, actually just men in general is a common thing that I was saying where it was like, those were like where the hate was coming from. Mm-hmm. And how, how'd that feel? felt like shit because i was just like again living in my delusions of like i'm a beautiful woman talking about doing my thing and i'm helping people and then there's someone's like you're a fat fucking shamu bitch you know it it hurts it does um but it's just I, i think right now i'm better at like just brushing it off and just mm. keep going, you know. But back then, it it was sullying this. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a beautiful woman that 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 would mess with that. Oh yeah, it definitely f- uh, make you trip a little bit. Yeah, I think it fucked up my mental health a little bit. Mm. It, I'll, I'll be honest with that. Um, but yeah, you know, I look at like even Selena Gomez <laughs> or like you know all these like big celebrities who obviously have like way more attention than me and like they get the same type of shit you know Mm. like think about like fucking britney spears you know like in back in the day when she was just like going out and partying and you know the magazines were giving her or calling her a bimbo you know it's just like i think just i think women in general i think we kind of especially when you're open with your sexuality you just kind of get hate and i think that was like okay this, this is a part of what i'm doing and this is something that i have to kind of expect to happen what do you think? What do you think compels these men to fucking say anything? This meme. I think. I think they just. Sometimes I just think they hate themselves, uh-huh. <laughs> um, and a lot of it is just you know, like they have this idea of what a woman should be, and that's just not realistic to, to like what we deserve to be. I guess mm-hmm. you know. I think they like want us to just keep quiet and be modest and not be like these sexual beings you know and unless your body is the type that they want exactly unless your body is the type unless you are this gorgeous creature you know unless their dick is hard then it's like you yeah you're now a sexual creature until i come exactly and i think also you know like they think of like sexual content. It's like, okay, being a porn star, it's like, do I have to look like a porn star to talk about it do i have to you know what i mean it's like everyone has sex right so um like even if they don't look a certain way or a certain size or whatever it's just you know like i'm representing those who like to fuck and maybe look like me yeah and before those comments were coming in in force you know you said you had this sense of self was like yeah i'm like a beautiful slut like i'm out here in these streets and you know how long have you been that confident like when that where'd that come from? i think i think you know they're okay i was insecure before about keeping a man, but I wasn't insecure about getting a man. Okay. So those are two completely different yeah. things. For me, I was like, oh yeah, because I mean, every time I like somebody, I mean, not to be like egotistical, I was able to like 
pull them. It was it was a matter of like keeping them was the issue. So that's what was like, as what you, is wrong with me? As you wipe the cum <laughs> off your chin, you're like, why can't I get them to stick <laughs> around? Why can't I get them I to got- stay? <laughs> I don't know, but I could get them in my mouth. <laughs> you know? So that I didn't understand. So there you know, so for me, I'm like, I'm out here, whatever, like you can't, you know, like I'm beautiful in my own way. I can, I, I get every guy that I want. Um for the most part and then mm. but i can't get them to follow with me but you know and then how'd yeah. you get this one too um he actually was a fan of the show oh you're a fan fucker i'm a fan fucker Girl, me too. Yeah! <laughs> i love to fuck the fans i'm kidding <laughs> well like yeah he he <laughs> that's so funny i fuck my fans uh um, i don't like target it's just like if i will sometimes receive oh really when they come up to you they're like oh my god i mate. mean not in person they come okay. up to me. only at sex parties at sex parties is that where your fans no one are? fucks me for no one fucks me for the podcast at a sex party um but they will be like oh you're the one with the podcast and i'm like one day i want someone to be like oh you're the one who eats pussy really well right yeah yeah yeah. Ah, no. no it's you at the podcast so you're the, the podcast, podcast guy. guy legit it's you're the podcast guy right i've seen someone say thing. i think i've listened to three episodes and in my head i'm just like why didn't you listen to more episodes what <laughs> me you're the so literally weird. podcast brain yeah that's so strange I was you're like three. why didn't you commit to listening to binge listening to all of it honestly yeah. why are you not on the patreon that's what right. i don't understand no, uh, right why don't you even like, follow me on instagram i don't want you to jerk me off anymore <laughs> i just want your two dollars a month <laughs> yes <laughs> what the fuck but yeah online or traveling or like man whore cotton sometimes oh, okay sometimes okay down. Uh, that's not, awesome. not lately as much but like yeah covid yeah they'd be like oh my god baby uh, maybe not that but just you know yeah, sometimes yeah. I'd, I'd find myself a situation <laughs> it's a situation sometimes i'm in chicago i'm like i need somewhere to sleep and there's a listener who's like if you touch my titties we'll ah well then have a hotel use your... room and i'll pay for your parking and i always dinner, say and use like, oh. your resources so there you go my mouth and my podcast are my resources <laughs> that's what i got that's what i have to offer notice okay. i did not say my dick is my resource no. i'm not that full of myself but <laughs> well, I mean, you could say it. it's fine <laughs> a dick uh, is a good resource <laughs> well first was he the first fan you've hooked up with yeah okay yeah because i mean he's been a fan um i don't think he, i've ever fucked any of my other fans because they're mostly girls and I, again i would like to girls but any broke girl therapy fans listening right now if you have some nice titties and want to put them in stephanie's face but i'm also like so weird because i'm like i feel like my friend my fans are my friends what and what kind of friend doesn't stick their titties in your face like what i mean that's true none of my friends do that for me sounds like you need new friends i sounds like i do <laughs> oh my god the twins keep them around they're fine yeah but they i mean but that's the thing too i'm like I, I i i get so like close to the people in my life that it feels like family okay so the twins to me feel like family and as beautiful as they are you know i would be like it'd be like them doing it to each other you know what i mean like they get weirded out drinking buddy level friendship yeah i need a party friend not everyone can be like your like family friend there's as someone said there's like rings or levels tiers of friendship so i feel like like Party friend, go out drinking friend can also be like, yeah, you shove my titties in your no. face, friend. You know what? I got rid of all my party friends in COVID. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you didn't need them at the I time. didn't need them. You got to call them back. Got to get the band back together. Exactly. Get the band back together. You need yeah. that scene where everyone's walking down the the, the railroad tracks and uh, one yes. by one they add on. Yeah, like, uh, like it's the Sandlot <laughs> yes, or Little it's... Giants or whatever movies got those. Yeah. We need to get the band back together. Yeah, no, so for really sure. Well, Dress you know, group of sluts walking down the train tracks. Yes, I love One that. One breaks a heel and now they're like, "Oh my it. god!" <laughs> but they're like, "We're here. We got the band, band yeah. back." Yeah. No, yeah, uh, it's well. You know what? Oh, it's because I got into a relationship, sure. and then a few of my other friends got into relationships too. So I feel like a, a lot of my friends are just in relationships, and I don't know where my party friends are anymore. I need to go back to LA. Mm-hmm. I think the Bay Area. Is too quiet for me. Are you in Oakland? Or? I'm in Oakland. I feel like when you say Bay Area, that just means like I can't afford to live in San Francisco. Yeah, so I live. <laughs> I live. In, I live in the. Yeah, I live in the in Oakland. Okay. Um, 
And Oakland's cool, you know, it's whatever, but it's like, you, you can't just go outside. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's not really like one of those places, but we are moving back to LA. You know what, San Francisco is has become one of those places too. You also can't just go outside. You can't. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of scary. You gotta look both ways. Yes. And down. And, yes. Uh, what's going on. Exactly. So like, yeah, well, I'm moving back to LA, okay. so it's fine. Like in a couple of months, so I think I can get my party life back together again. I've just been like a homebody. And uh, and and how did this transition from listener to boyfriend? Oh, right, that's what we're talking. About. <laughs> he, um, so he's been a, a fan since 2017. Okay, so the show was like very fresh. Ever since the show went on video, ever since it went on video, it must look good on tape. He look liked how it looked. Actually, it was right before he started listening. Right before I started doing clips, but um, but he like found me on Twitter, all this stuff, and so he he showed a lot of love for the show. Um, he has a background in like radio and like broadcast journalism. So he really was looking at like the art of it and just loved the way that I like, you know, ran the show, the stuff that I talked about, my personality, and obviously he wanted to fuck. So he, you know, he, he was a fan and just kind of like followed my journey for a while. Um, and so he's like heard all of my shit, all of my shenanigans and relationships and situationships. Every and stuff time like that. you pooped on a dick, he knows. Every time I pooped on a dick, he heard about it for sure. Have I pooped on a dick? No, that was HK Brains. That was my friend. He pooped on a dick. So did he, I assume he approached you? Yeah. So he, well, okay. So I got into a really toxic relationship right before him. Okay. And. Um, we broke up and he, that guy was like, just did not support me in the show. He really had like, just thought, you know, I was, he, he's from the South. Okay. If that gives you any context, sure. you know, kind of a little bit conservative, but and nothing wrong with that. But he just obviously with my conversations, it could get a little tricky. Do you have to say cock? Do I have to say right? Do, have to say, Do you really gotta talk about other people's dicks? You gotta talk about stuff like that. Yeah. So, anyways, he just wasn't really a fan of sure. uh, the show. Um, and afterwards, I was like, I just want someone who supports me, sure. who like just and not just supports the show, but just supports me in general. And I don't have to explain myself and all that stuff. And like, you know, Brian, my boyfriend, always was just that person, and I think I was always like attracted to him, but it didn't know how to like go about it you know and i also was kind of hoping that he would like make the move but he's just not that type of guy because he's like didn't want to be creepy you know um yeah. so eventually i dm'd him and i was like hey you know like we should hang out if you're ever you in LA. Him. yeah i mean the, i'm the type of chick who will make the first move okay again i'm confident in the first stages of getting a man you prayed upon one of your listeners i did i wow. prayed we just like started talking a lot. It was in the middle of COVID. We had time, <laughs> you know, um, and and then we just like fell in love pretty quickly. And right. Just yeah, good for you. I know. And I do like, you Damn. want? Do you want marriage? Do you want kids? Like, what are are there future things you want? Yeah, I do want marriage. I do want kids. I'm the type where like I like to take my time. Uh, I'm not like in a. I mean, I do want to be pregnant. I say it all the time, but I know that like <laughs> right now is not the right time to do that. But um. But yeah, I just I I definitely want those when it's when it whenever it happens, mm -hmm. probably soon. But we'll see. Probably soon, maybe, maybe like next year. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty oh, soon. That is soon. That's next year. And I never like prior to him, I never really cared about marriage. Like I wasn't that type of girl. I just wanted someone to love me. But I was just mm -hmm. you know marriage and all that stuff was just kind of like I don't know how that's gonna look. But then meeting him, I was like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. So. You're like, give me a dress. Give me a dress. Like, not even that. Like, I never, I was never the type of girl that, like, cared about the dress or how my wedding was going to look until, like. Until I met him. <laughs> but I don't even know what kind of dress I want. I know what kind of wedding I want. I want, like, fucking food trucks and shit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, like, have a better idea of what kind of food Very I want Bay there. Very area Filipina. Like yes. 1,000%. <laughs> Sick, sick. And do you think he's on the same wavelength? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, I hope that, you know, possibly problematic parasocial relationship. It's not very in that, in that favor. It's not, but I mean, I it's fine. But I can see how that is like weird, though, because it's like the power dynamics. But I, mean, I disagree with it being a power dynamic. I don't think it is. I think it's okay. just. But that was. That's but what, that's what people. That's what some people, like three 
bloggers who are upset that their fans don't want to fuck them came up with this idea that it was like oh no it's a power dynamic because like you're there they they like your thing and i'm like what that doesn't make any sense yeah that's that's stretching i think it no no i was thinking because like do you know the whole like colleen ballinger thing miranda sings how she had like a weird oh 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 the what yeah but she was like the but there were she was yeah there were like kids that's what i was thinking i was like he's not a kid boundaries with children fans yes that's that was Locker. a weird power dynamic, obviously, because yeah. they were underage. But I was like, he's older than me. <laughs> like, yeah. He's, you know, it's not, um, it's not, it's not weird. So, but that's, that's crazy that people yeah. think that. You don't have to, you don't have to panic. <laughs> oh, we're, so, we're sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. I said okay, we're okay. on the same side here. It's okay, like okay. Like, you don't have to argue with me here. Oh, no, 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 no. no. We're, we're agreeing that it's, uh, yeah. it's a ridiculous idea. I think it's just sometimes people take like an academic idea and they just take it too far and they go, like, yeah. where else can we apply this uh, so I can get some views? <laughs> Nah, fuck off. that. Just fuck go back shit. to talking about cum. <laughs> you know, plenty of I, views and cum. I know. One time, me, I was really drunk at a wedding, and my friends, now husband, we were like yelling at each other about politics, like screaming and arguing about. This is around like this is around like Trump and Hillary, okay. like time, and we were like screaming at each other about politics. But at the end of the day, we realized we were on the same side. Mm. And we're like, why were we yelling what? at each other? Like, we were like, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. And see, just, again, I would have been the guy at the wedding who, just in the background, would have just been yell, just talk about cum. Just talk about cum. It brings people together. <laughs> we can all relate to it. It's like, why are we fighting when we we think the same thing? Um, where, where do you, um, where do you want to take Broke Girl Therapy? Is there any other bigger, uh, big plans? Obviously, I want to do more live shows, uh-huh. grow the audience. Um, I would love to like go on a tour. That would be amazing. And one day, like, if I'm thinking even bigger, you know, I, I think it'd be super fun to, like, make it into, like, a show, but not, yes, a talk show, maybe one, but a show where it was, it's it's scripted, okay. where we get to, like, kind of relive the 20s stuff of how she got here. I mean, not even just me. It'd be, like, so, sorry for some context. Broco Therapy, like, I... It's me. I have the ho- I'm the host of the show, sure. but I also have like reoccurring guests that yeah. been HK looks like it. The HK girls, brains. I think I have another friend. The yeah. twins. Um, Rose, who you will meet tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you guys are opening our show together. Oh, sick. Yeah. Stand up. Uh, no, but she, she should doing? be. She's a writer. She's hilarious. You're gonna love her. Okay. We know that you guys are gonna like. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Are you even... trying to set me up right now? What's going on? <laughs> she has a boyfriend, but. Those she... are just words to me. What? <laughs> this is, I, I live in Bushwick. I, <laughs> I, I know people are like, I have a boyfriend and three girlfriends and two non binary partners and a several comic. She's a monogamous <laughs> person, unfortunately, but I, th- I really feel like she should like explore non monogamy. But, anyways, sure. that's another conversation. But her. Um, so, and a few sto- other you people. Want the stories of the 20s of all these like. Yes. Characters yeah. It's kind of like Sex in the City. Uh, where okay, I could be Carrie Bradshaw, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's really about all the other characters as sure. well, and uh, you kind of get to see yourself and everyone else's stories. So something like that, like I've always really envisioned because we got some fucking crazy ass experiences and stories yeah. that I think needs to be like shared. But that that that's like a dream. That's you know, I've we'll see. Sounds fun. Yeah. Well, uh, Stephanie, thank you so much for for chat, and I'm looking thank forward you. to the show tomorrow night. Yeah. You're opening for us. Yeah. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Uh, Where can people go to find you, follow you, check out your stuff? Yes. You guys could follow me um, at Brocal Therapy on TikTok, Instagram, um, everything really Brocal Therapy or go to BrocalTherapy.com. Literally all that shit is there. The links to the podcast, to the YouTube, to the socials, to the merch, literally all that shit is there. Fantastic. And uh, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Bye, bitches. Love you. The best place to share your thoughts about this week's show is in the episode discussion channel in our Discord server, The Champagne Room. Uh, shout out to The Champagne Room, yo. White, we are now over 700 strong and is free to join. So if you want to share your comments about this week's show, or if you want to jump into any of our channels about relationships, sex toys, kink, cannabis, even some arts and crafts, introduce yourself today at manwhorepod.com slash discord. Or click that link all up in the schnotes. Love them schnotes. I'm liking the schnotes. I think it was a good call 
to shorten show notes to schnotes. Just think about all the time I've already been saving you by saying schnotes instead of show notes, which I'm eating into right now by doing this. But I just I just want to let y'all know I'm very proud of <laughs> my decision to say a silly word. And I would like us all to roll our eyes collectively and take that in. All right. Uh, if you want to send me your, an email with your comments, your questions, your criticisms, your eye rolls, you can send that over to manhorpod at gmail.com. Um, if you want to know if Y.O. Lee walks around her place naked, it's mostly, mostly. It's mostly toplessness. A very minimal full, full nudity, but like it's, it's about it's at least as much nudity as you might have suspected. Um, and, and shout out and thank you to Sex Stories own Wild Lee for giving me a place to stay. I'm really just saying this stuff because she's sitting with her tits out like three feet from me. And, uh, you know, and now she's fully naked. Now she's taking them off. Very performative. Proud of you. Do the thing. <laughs> she measured my inseam this morning, if you know what I mean. And what I mean is she measured my inseam. I had to order a tux for my sister's wedding. I have a note here that I wrote hi last night. What if I retired my dick? I'm gonna cross no! I'm gonna cross that out. Probably a good time to plug the Patreon, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to everyone. You know, I know I did the fan or appreciation moment earlier, but you know, we are y'all have really been showing up for me this month. I can't imagine it has to do with a certain bonus episode that features a certain all moaningness. Uh, but yeah, you know, much appreciated support the pod, patreon.com slash man or podcast. You'll hear another bonus episode with Stephanie tomorrow, about the difference between her twenties and her thirties in this wild, wacky dating world. All right, everybody. I got to go get myself ready for, uh, got to do a little flight to Vegas real quick. See my, my hot friend Brenna from front porch swingers. I'm just, I'm just seeing all the hot sex podcasters this weekend, apparently. Um, and then, and then, um, Flying back to New York. What up, what up? Stay slutty. There's a particular partner that I had that really, um, till this day, is like one of the best partners I've ever had. Again, I was falling in love with him, but he just wanted sex and he was very honest with that. Um, but like having sex with him, he made, he really taught me how to feel very comfortable in my body and also like how to orgasm because that was another thing too i wasn't like I, I didn't know how to come i didn't know how to orgasm and so like sleeping with him for a while like he really taught me how to like